Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to the Draft Clans podcast for another week. The format is usually the same. We go through last week's results, we go through the teams, we predict next week's results and we check on how Jack Grealish is doing in the kidnapping saga of Jack Grealish. But John seems to be away and he hasn't set any runs on letters recently, so we'll have to avoid that. We just assume he's, he's still okay. Um, okay, so game week two. Another interesting set of results. We had some... Um, the game of the round was obviously Greg versus Mahir, the two best players in the league. Um, we had Dan versus the Brampton Stallions, Binesh versus Nicholas, and finally John versus Michael. Yeah, obviously, there can only ever be four winners, um, and I think most of the results were probably expected. Uh, was there anything too shocking in there? Uh, maybe a certain Norwich striker scoring a hat trick, but other than that, <laughs> it was pretty cool. So what we'll do is we'll start with the game of the the game of the round or the game of the week, which was Clackmanen versus Mahindra United. So Mahia coming on top, twenty three thirty two. So towards the end of that, it was a bit nail biting because the last game, Mahia had two Wolves players, and Greg had one Bissaka, Pogba, and Rashford playing. So it was very tight until a certain missed penalty. So Mahia, over to you. Yeah. No, we said last week that it would be a low-scoring one, and it was. Um, only Mane got points in my team. Everyone else was just ones and twos. Um, but that, that's the main reason you have the captain. So, yeah, he did well to, to get me 13 points. And then, yeah, it was always going to go down to that Monday night game with Greg having three players, me having two. He got off to a great start with United scoring early, Martial with the assist. And at half-time, he was on course to beat me. wan uh, a clean sheet. Rashford was getting bonus points. Then luckily, um, yeah, Wolves scored. So it was, I think it was pretty neck and neck at this point. It, it, would, it was going down to like bonus points. And then obviously Pogba won the penalty. And usually Rashford takes penalties. So it would have, would have been a Pogba assist, Rashford goal if they converted. Pogba stepped up, uh, missed the penalty. I had Patricia on my bench who, who made the save. Luckily didn't need to... Um, have him for that. I also had Matinho, who I farmed out last week, um, but luckily that didn't come back to bite me. And um, yeah, uh, got probably just yeah got a bit lucky with that win on that final game. It was it was an interesting match. So Greg obviously game week one had the highest points out of everybody, and now game week two he's actually got the lowest points out of everybody. <laughs> he made a few questionable decisions. So obviously he brought in. Los Also and Tottenham were playing Man City. Hmm. So it wasn't the best time to bring him in. Bring him in. And then plus his notorious Jota forward <laughs> <laughs> trade, uh, which has been questioned quite a bit on Twitter. Um, and I think most of the managers are confused regarding that. But obviously Jota didn't do, do, do too much as well. Um, guys, any thoughts on this matchup? I, f- I think Greg's team has like the potential to be really high scoring like we saw last week. But he's actually got loads of players who get rotated in and out. So he's got Origi, David Silva, Lo Celso, um, who all, then none of them are like guaranteed starters uh, and they're not going to play every week, which means that like here you're seeing, so I, I don't know, I guess Lo Celso came on for a bit in the second half. Um, but the same thing with Origi, like they're, they're not, they're not going to play 90 minutes of football every week. So that, that's why he's got a low-scoring week, and then also like really heavy on Man United. Mm. So, so if if they don't do well, um, 
I think it was unfortunate actually because he's got City and Tottenham players and United players. Um, so and City and Tottenham played each other. So that's that's why he didn't he didn't yeah. get many points there. So what you're saying is more strategic. He's going to take the hit this week, expecting to have um, better results in the future. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like it, it looks like that. Lacelso, you know, he might come in and be really good. Um, so you make good points, but what about Jota for Wood? Uh, I still don't understand that. <laughs> it was interesting because Jota was the second pick in, pick in the draft ahead of like Jimenez, Wilson. And then I even asked Greg, why did you go for Jota? And he thought he'd get more points than those guys. And then he traded Jota for Wood. So very questionable. And it's Ashley Barnes who's scoring for Burnley, right? Yeah. Mm. Wood. And he's on the yeah. farm. And Wood was like John's 12th or 13th pick. <laughs> yeah. So shades of the old Greg coming yeah. out only after one game week as well so it should, have got, it should have got that gloating video in yeah, last week. Really <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is interesting this week as well seeing that actually a lot of people's teams were basically just propped up by one player mm. um, or, or one or two players like even if you look at um, his squad it's just Mane really Mane and Wilson and everyone else just came and ran around for a bit and that was it um, but I think that's the that's the that's the problem of um, of some weeks especially if you've got like teams uh, playing against each other because mm. they're just not going to keep clean sheets. With Wolves' defence was an interesting gamble though, I thought. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wolves are generally good at home. Mm. Um, even if they were going to concede, those two get a lot of points for mm. assists and stuff. And um, yeah, they generally have a good record against the top six. So I just, and, and knowing Greg had three United players, I just that, took, the, took the gamble. Yeah. yeah so this paid off strategically nicely yeah. overall. Yeah. yeah. See, I think. That's what Greg didn't do, he didn't think about the, the games and fixtures more. He just went for the, the, his best team on paper. <laughs> and also, you, you didn't have Salah because you gave him to me this week, but actually Salah did nothing. So it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that bad of a week to give up Salah. Do you get him for another extra week? Okay, so a convincing win by him here there. Mm. So let's move on to the next matchup, which we are the two managers in the room. The Brooklyn Knights versus the Cape Cod Crusaders. Binesh winning 37-29, so a good win there for Binesh. Um, so we got a champion first, Binesh. Yeah, um, Lacazette was back, bagged a goal in. Um, I, I was hoping Liverpool would keep a clean sheet, that's why I bought in Wijnaldum. But um, I think, again, mentioned earlier, two or three key players made most of their points this week. So I think Coleman, Martial and Lacazette with Pickford, also the clean sheet, done, done me okay. Should have kept Mina on that pitch as well, knowing the form that Everton at the moment. But... Basically, I just looked at looked at what Nick had on paper as well, um, and just counted some of the fixtures against him, counting Robertson against Trent out. Um, but yeah, overall happy, happy with us. I was hoping trying to get the forties points wise, to, but again, just happy to get the victory in early on in the season. Yeah, it really is that magic forty mark. Generally, if mm. you hit that forty, mm. you're more than likely to win to win yeah. the game week. Mm. <coughs> Nicholas, yeah, um, slightly better performance than. Last week, still Mora is uh, yeah re- keeping on on scoring, even though he only came on for like half an hour or so. Another goal from Aubameyang, as expected. Uh, clean sheets are just not happening whatsoever, so it's it's tough um, getting above thirty. But maybe maybe this week I'll uh, I'll break the 30, mm. 30 point mark. 
Are you going to make any changes to your team? Do you feel you need to make any changes or uh, just needs a little bit of patience? Yeah, I'm, I'm basically in negotiations with um, every every manager, maybe apart from John. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he's got nothing to offer anymore. But um, Yeah, I, I, I'm trying, but it's, it's, uh, it's difficult. Yeah, especially so early on, there's a lot of uncertainty around a lot of players. I mean, um, Alonso, for instance, I think Chelsea cannot afford to keep him on the bench any longer. They, they've just been yeah, playing dreadful. So Iwobi might come, might come on and uh, get a starting spot in Everton. So it's just yeah, keep trying, guys. I think you actually got a little bit unlucky this week because Alexander Arnold, uh, Kalazinak, and Kepa could have all kept clean sheets, um, and uh, even like Liverpool, like you kind of you, you sort of expected them to keep a clean sheet there. So I think I think there's definitely strong parts of your squad, like Fraser as well. Fraser didn't he have the second the second highest uh, assist last season? Mm. Yeah, had a bit of a season. And he just he just had a yeah. bit of a a bit of a wobbly start, mm. so. Yeah, I'm not sure about Awobi, to be honest, um, whether he'll play or whether he'll start. But at least you, you did better than last week, for sure, which is which is nice. Um, but, yeah, I think it's uh, it's one of those things of, like, just kind of just holding on for the first few weeks and, and waiting to see when, when stuff settles, you know. And also, you got really unlucky with Sane. Really unlucky mm. with Sane. Okay. Yeah. In mm. terms of defence, I think there was only two teams that kept a clean sheet. Game week two, so I don't think anybody yeah, got any points. One, right? yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. So you you're you're likely not to get any points from your defence. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas Moura, he did get your points. Grosh, he takes penalties, so he's always hot and cold. Fraser, pretty much how Michael mentioned it. Uh, Wesley, I think he needs more time. He comes too deep when he plays for Aston Villa, so he doesn't get forward and get scores those chances. But he, then again, he has some chances they could have put away. Dini, so I love that you've got the Villa connection with Troy Dini as well. Uh, again, he's very hot and cold, but you've got Aubameyang, he'll keep scoring, and he's just mm-hmm. kind of... I think you have to be more savvy with your farming now. Pretty much what Dan done last season. Maybe just take more of a risk with the players you bring in. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky, because every week you get in first waiver pick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But time to tell, we're here. Thoughts? Yeah, that's what I've been telling him, about patience. You can't panic after two weeks. But then, um, there's also a lot of players... There that are all 50-50 players, like we talked about Alonso, Iwobi, um, who's the other one? Lucas Moura, these guys, Kolasinac, these guys aren't regular starters and if they play they'll, their, their impact subs or they'll play the odd game every few weeks. They're, they're not guys I'd have to keep in my team. To be fair though, in, in, in terms of the rest of the league, your points was like Pretty, pretty around about where the, the the group's points were. So it's not like you had a particularly low scoring week compared to everyone else. Yeah, you, you played a guy in Benesh who's got a very strong overall team, probably the second strongest overall team in the league. Um, Walker, Robertson, Maguire, Moshiel, Lacazette, even Jesus. Jesus is hitting form. Yeah, the unlucky disallowed goal. Yeah, but he's VAR. But yeah, he's got Yerimina who's been described by Everton fans as a Rolls Royce of a defender who's playing so well at the moment. So um, <laughs> you just came up against a stronger team. That's all it was. You stay patient. I think eventually turn around for you. Mm. Yeah. We'll get three good players in for Bamiyang. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Marcelo. Aguero. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sigurdsson. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, so moving on to the next matchup. Our favourite manager of all, John, versus Michael. So Michael, with a resounding victory, highest points in the league for game week two, 58-35. Michael, being as the king of game week two, over to you. Yeah, I mean, so I, in reality, actually, I... I I'm not really going to talk about Pookie that much because uh, firstly I would have won without Pookie, but um, <laughs> um, but also it's like a you know I think he's really good. I think he's going to score. Um, Norwich are looking really attacking, but obviously it was a lucky week. I think the the players that need to be talked about are De Bruyne and Digne, and Digne is uh, actually injured, so hopefully he's not out for too long. He'll actually be playing against Villa. Is he? He started training. He's going to start. It's cool. So I mean, those are the two players which I think are going to get points week in week out if they can stay fit, and they're the scary players realistically because. De Bruyne looks world class. Like against um, against Tottenham, he he made all of the assists um, on goal. He looks so good, and he was making assists where people weren't even uh, following through as well. He just looks really good. And then and Digne, uh, Digne got an assist this week. Probably one of the best defenders in the league. Um, so even though even though I had Salah and he got no points, still managed to bring in loads and loads of points this week. Uh, obviously Puki was a help. Um, so yeah, pr- pretty happy. Um, a couple of changes I'm going to make. I'm a bit kind of like <laughs> waiting for Vardy and Pepe to do something, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it was a good week. I think it was a bit unfortunate for John, actually, um, realistically, because, well, I mean, he had, he had Tottenham defenders, which was a difficult week. So on another week, John could have definitely won. Um, it's, just, it's just you get lucky with the matchups, you know. So your De Bruyne signing has actually been discussed by a few of, our, a few of the managers. And I think what we kind of agreed was you were kind of willfully ignorant. Because last season De Bruyne got injured, mm. like it was a funny thing. Um, it was um, who was it that had De Bruyne at the start? James. James. He had mm. De Bruyne, and no, 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 he didn't. It was Dan who had De Bruyne. Yeah. They did a trade, and he immediately got injured. So then the trade went backwards, and then Dan dropped him, mm. and then you picked him up for a while, but he just kept getting injured. And yeah. He had about two or three knee injuries. Yeah, exactly. So because of that, I don't think anybody, any manager in the league, wants to take that risk. Yeah. Whereas I didn't watch. You didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you picked him up, and now he's just first two game weeks have been brilliant for you, yeah. and he's probably been yeah, the best yeah. player in, in in the Premier League at the moment. Mm. So yeah, yeah, has been a very good pick up. Dinier, I think he was Everton's player of the year last season. Yeah. He just Unreal. he adds so much. Puki was one of the players to watch. Um, yeah. A few managers knew about him, kept it quiet, but you were smart enough to pick him up. Mm. Uh, that, that after, was... after seeing him against Liverpool, I just I was like, because I think Norwich are just going to score. I don't think I'd want to pick up any uh, mm. any defenders, but but they're going to score every week, I think. Yeah, and then that wasn't a waiver, there was it a free transfer. Free yeah, transfer. Honestly, I even yeah. said on Twitter the week before, I was like, it's going to be on top of the waiver list. <laughs> and then I I, I I looked afterwards, and no one had picked him up. Mm. Um, and so I was like, yeah, and and also because. I swapped um, Keane for Haller, mm-hmm. um, and then Haller got injured. So I was like, I need to get a, a striker in. It's just a good opportunity to get Pookie in. And then King's goal, the penalty, like mm. Tom Heaton, yeah. absolute stupidity. He had a brain fart or something. I don't know what he did there. There was mm. no danger. Gave away the penalty. And it's unless that's he a bit to. lucky, you know. Yeah. And it's lucky that King's taking the pens. And then if you look at John's team, so he had Grealish and Neves scoring the points plus Sterling. Yeah. But Nobody else really got any points. Points wise, because he's, okay, he's very Tottenham heavy. But look, yeah. if you look at it, mm. he's got players like Richarlison, he's got Van Dyke, he's got Ericsson. <laughs> you know, like those players will turn it around for him, no doubt about it. And then he's got Newcastle uh, next next week, game week. So he's got Lloris, he's got Alderweireld, Ericsson, Vertonghen. So this, 
I'm guessing he'll get about 70, 80 points. He could, probably, he could probably strengthen yeah. that squad yeah. up as well. Easily. Because Villa, Villa playing uh, Everton through Charleston with a few goals. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think this was just a blip for John. Mm-hmm. And next week you'll see the real John. Who's John playing next week? He's playing me, so I'm oh. kind of scared. Yeah, I've, I've written the week off, but we can discuss that a little later. Mm. Guys, your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, I think um, Michael, yeah, Michael stood out in a week where everyone didn't do too great. But even John, he got a good score out of compared to everybody else. Um, yeah, De Bruyne, I had him in the first season. He got he was the second top scorer, but again, it was it's such a risk if he he could get injured at any point. But if you have him and he's fit hold the whole season, he'll probably be one of the top scorers in, in the in the league. So he's done well for you so far. I think your team's it's a bit of a hit and miss team like Vardy, Pepe, Dinier, they're all guys that can get big points, but then another week they can just completely go missing. So um if they if they all consistently perform, I think you'll do pretty well this season. Yeah, Vardy Vardy's done nothing yeah. so far. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got Son coming back as well, haven't you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's it. Hopefully, Philippe Anderson's back. Yeah. Very nice. That's good midfield. Mm. Yeah. Guys, any more thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, just well done. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I do think if if you, if you get bad fixtures, you know, um, Tottenham Tottenham City was better for me than it was for John this week. Yep. And it, and it, and then also Puky swung it. So it's things like that. that um, I guess it's it's uh, sort of like calculated risk taking and hope it pays off. Yeah. 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 So that's two two losses on the bounce for John, yeah. uh, pretty much mirroring what he did last season. Um, but with that team, especially with his Jota transfer as well, um, I can't see him losing for too long, especially as he's got favourable fixtures next game week anyway. Mm. So, um, and not, not only that, Ings scoring for him. Yeah, Ings. again, that's a surprise. Again, the best out of these average strikers. So unlucky, John. Well done, Michael. Brilliant victory. And now going up to the last game. Of the of the week was Joe Public versus the Brampton Stallions. So Dan versus myself. Uh, me winning twenty six. Well, forty twenty six. Um, I was a bit worried with Dan because never quite sure what's going to turn up with the Dan team. Uh, he had Kane, but I couldn't see him doing too well against uh, Man City because the Man City Tottenham one fixture was the ones that caused the biggest issue. Um, and then going across his midfield, he took a risk on. Callum Robinson, but again, he's a former Villa player, so I thought he'd, uh, he'd sort it out mm. for me. Uh, Mope, Trossard getting him the points, which was uh, very handy. Uh, as I predicted, VVD would get injured in game week one. It was actually Alisson who got injured. So then I predicted that again, and it's Adrian who had a little injury. So I think that kind of affected him negatively. Um, but his dance team mirrored every other team pretty much, where he only had maybe one player picking up points. Mm. Trossard was seven. Um, Arias had ones and twos. Adrian getting three, so he was unlucky on him. Uh, with me, it was the Firmino and Aguero show, plus Madison getting an assist. And Keane as well. And he Keane in the clean sheet. I was hoping Mings would get a goal, we'd get a result at Bournemouth, but it didn't happen. McGinn had three chances, Mr. Mall, didn't really happen. I was hoping Bendio would do something against uh, Newcastle because he's absolutely rubbish, but two points. Um, yeah, so we just had about three, four players who got me more points. So it was one of those low scoring games where you kind of just sneak through. Uh, guys, your thoughts on this match? Yeah, for me, I think it's just the strikers, right? You know, Firmino, Aguero, Jimenez, looking at them. Um, they fixtures-wise, probably, you know, not not entirely favourable, but you've done well. I think um, it was a good victory. On paper, I just don't know what's going on with Dan's team at the moment. I don't know, a few times. <laughs> I just feel that there's... there's um, 
we're having flashbacks of what happened last season uh, here, and I think he's, I don't know if he's going through changes, etc. But you know, Stones, Gomez didn't play. Um, just unfortunate <coughs> at the moment. I think it's just um, that's a, quite a big change from his draft team as well, from what he had originally as well. So yeah, um, not sure where he's going with it, but. I think his, t- his team's changed considerably from last week. There's a lot of changes there already. Um, and I think, yeah, his Palace players haven't started firing with Reform yet. Um, yeah, it was, it was a bad week for everyone, to be mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. I think it's hard to have a single shot on target wow. game week two. Uh, Bernardo Silva, you can never trust Guardiola with his selections. Mm-hmm. You really can't. Um, Emerson, he's playing, but... The the Chelsea Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, exactly. I think yeah. they're just not, not there yet, are they? Yeah. And he was unlucky with Gomez, even though Gomez probably have only got two points. But I don't think anyone predicted Matip starting. Yeah. Because uh, mm. I had him in my team when I dropped him. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of annoyed about that. But yeah. I, I think that he, this, is, this tra- strategy might work out. It's just we've seen a, a poor week. Because he's got a few key players. And if he rotates other people around it, it might be that you know he has some really standout weeks. So um, this is this comes down to your willful ignorance. Yeah. We know what Dan's going to do. He's just going to completely change his team game every game week. So you literally cannot predict what Dan's going to do. The only player I can probably see remaining that team are Kane and Allison. Other than that, we'll mm. probably see a whole new team next game week. Mm. Discussions of Kane already. Because at the moment, no captain has been sold yet. 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 That's interesting. <laughs> okay, so going up to the table, uh, we have a new leader, so that is myself, uh, with six points, and Mahia with six points as well, in second place. Greg dropped to third, and then in fourth place is Michael, fifth, Binesh, sixth, Dan, and then seventh, John, and eighth, Nicholas, both on zero points. Mm. Uh, but I'm sure that'll change. Um, but it's early days. Very early. Changed, yeah. The table has changed quite a bit. So I wouldn't worry about that too much. And then going on to... So let's discuss the fixtures for game week three. Uh, we'll start at the top. So Mahindra United versus Joe Public FC. Mahir versus Dan. Mm. So Mahir, any thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, there's another tough, tricky fixture this week. Liverpool-Arsenal. Um not actually looking forward to it because I'm going to the game and um, I've got Mane and Salah on my team. <laughs> and, but usually Liverpool get hit four or five past Arsenal, so they could could be a high-scoring week. Um, Dan has favourable fixture for Kane and a couple of his players. I think he probably has edges the fixtures um, compared to my side. Um, but again, it's a bit of an unpredictable game because I don't know who he's gonna who he's gonna play. Um, <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> so Spurs Newcastle is is a three pointer. We saw that Newcastle are completely dire straits. Still mm. saying got a clue. Yeah. Um, so Puki got a hat trick against Newcastle. <coughs> More than likely, Kane is going to get a hat trick. So he's got maybe a 15, 16 point head start. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So he's, Kane's probably going to be his big scorer. But then I'm not sure where else he's going to get the points around the pitch because we don't know who's going to play. I think. Brighton actually have a favourable fixture against what, Southampton this week. Southampton, yeah. Yeah. So that's a good game for him as well. Um, yeah. And then Villa Everton. Um, I don't see Villa scoring against Everton, who haven't conceded a single goal yet. Then his Palace players are away at United, so that's mm. probably balances out a bit. But yeah, his, his fixtures probably edge mine. Um, 
But again, you never like Arsenal's defence is like is woeful, and last time Liverpool played Arsenal, it's been four or five, so could be a good high-scoring day for Salah and Mane as well. You've also got a favourable fixture in Wolves versus Burnley. So with your Wolverhampton Wanderers mm. lineup, yeah. you may get clean sheet. But saying that, Burnley have played well. Yeah, um, they've scored in both games. So, so you um, think Wood might score? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I've got my two strikers, Joel Linton, he's away at Tottenham, Wilson has got Man City, so that, that's not ideal, probably going to be one up top. Hopefully Ali's back, there's rumours he is, but I don't know if he'll start or not, probably won't start. Guys, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think it goes down to what Dan's going to do with his team, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's been heavy on the transfer transfers this week, so I think he, he might... Might might change his squad a significant amount for favourable fixtures, etc. So we're not sure, but Mahir has still got very very good squad. And looking back at what we mentioned here about the Arsenal v the Liverpool fixtures, um, it was worth five one last last season. So that's looking favourable on that side. Yeah, if Salah and Mane come up with thirty points together or twenty mm. points, like, it's just really hard to to, mm. to compete with that from the start. Um, so I think I think uh, Kane and then those two players will, will just make the difference really, um, because on the other ones it's harder to it's harder to predict what they're going to do. Ideally, you need Salah and Mane to score and then Liverpool to concede, right? Because yeah. Dan's got both the Liverpool goalkeepers. I think Arsenal will score. Uh, Liverpool have conceded every game, and Arsenal have a good good attack to get a goal at least. I, I don't think we'll win the game, but they'll. I think they can definitely get a goal. Yeah, so it'll be an interesting mm. lineup. We won't predict results because obviously we, we have the Twitter say. poll. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll move on to the next matchup, which is Nicholas versus Michael. So oh. number four versus number eight. Uh, Nicholas, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, not too confident going in. But uh, yeah, I have uh, more. Like like we mentioned, uh, Tottenham versus Newcastle have two Tottenham players, so hoping they can contribute some points. Um, apart from that, it's not looking too favourable. I'll start Aubameyang, of course, as always. But I'm hoping Leicester can maybe pick up their performance against Sheffield, but then Michael also has Vardy, so... And Michael. <laughs> yeah. I think the I think the fixtures aren't great for you this week because you've got Aubameyang and Trent, uh, so that means they're going to cancel each other out really. If you, if, if Aubameyang scores, and then you got Dinier playing against Aston Villa, so yeah, more so than likely we keep a clean sheet. Yeah, um, but you just don't know. Like um, I had in my first week, none of my players turned up to play, really. You know and. I obviously had a really strong week this week, but it was a, it was definitely a lucky one. Pukki's not going to score. He might not score against Chelsea. He might do. Um, but but you've got good. Son, who's back as well, right? Son that we may cancel out Lucas Moura. Cancel out Lucas Moura. Probably play over him. Yeah. Um, we'll see what what happens with your waivers. Um, I think, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, having said that, though, I've got two uh, Bournemouth players, and they're playing City, so you know, might not even play them. Um, and then Pepe doesn't seem to. Seems to know how to play football at the moment, <laughs> and he's playing Liverpool as well. So we'll see. I think it, I think it's probably like slightly more favourable towards me. And yeah, I think that your City players will 
will get big points against Bournemouth. Yeah, they're, that's a big one, isn't they're, it? They're not, Bournemouth aren't too good against the big teams. Mm. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. yeah. Could, could be another hiding. For Nick. No, from Michael. Oh, Susan, as in. Oh. Finish? Yeah. Looking at the fixtures, yeah. Again, Aubameyang against Liverpool. That's not going to probably work out in favour, but we might get a goal in, etc. If, if he does, then um, yeah. Alexander Arnold loses his points. Exactly. So it's yeah. Like, it's, uh, yeah. It, I got a feeling going to be quite high scoring on your side. Um, <laughs> but again, I think probably, probably looking on paper, unless yeah. if something happens from now until t- tomorrow, transfer wise. Firmino. So, okay. I think at the moment, yeah, with you, Michael. Yeah, I'd have to agree. But I think you'll have to probably wait another game week for your first mm. points. But it's all right. Um, yeah, or until the round end, maybe. But there's been, I think you had, a, was it a seven-week losing streak? Six. Six-week losing six streak. Games in a row, yeah. And you still won the title. Yeah. So you can turn it around. Yeah. I wouldn't want it too much just yet. Yeah, I didn't end my life. <laughs> <laughs> so going on to yeah, the next fixture, it is the Brampton Stallions versus Dykehead FC. So... This game I've written off because Spurs are playing Newcastle and John... Is John a Spurs fan or is he an Arsenal fan? Arsenal fan. Why does he have so many Spurs players? Um, because they get good points. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, literally, John's got Lloris, Alderweireld, Eriksen, Vertonghen. Mm. So you're talking about a 20-point head start just there. Mm. Everton are playing Aston Villa, so Richarlison's going to score. Calvin Lewin may even get a goal. You're talking a 30-40 goal head start. Van Dijk might concede, uh, David Luiz might concede, uh, <laughs> but I think with just those players alone, that's the 40 points just there, so I've written this, this one off, I don't stand a chance. Um, I don't even know what else to say about that one really, because uh, I've got Aguero, but he's playing Liverpool, Firmino's playing uh, Aguero, sorry, playing Bournemouth. Bournemouth, so Aguero yeah. may score, but the problem with Aguero is he had an argument with Guardiola, so he may not play, because Jesus is formed, Firmino's playing Arsenal. Doesn't usually score goals anyway, it'd probably be an assist. Scored that trip last season. Against Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. I may have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I may have a chance. Oh yeah, you did actually, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping Sigerson does something against Villa, which Dory which I just stopped myself saying that, but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um I'm I'm not happy I'm not I think John's got this one. Yeah. Mm. Guys thoughts? Silence pretty much says it all really. It's going to be a tough game, both sides. I think you've got, both got very good sides. Mm. And also, Aguero seems to score even if he only plays for 20 minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. seems to be getting points in I, anyway. I think that's fine, but it is literally the Newcastle-Tottenham game that scares me. Because mm. if Norwich could do that to Newcastle, imagine what Champions League runners-up are going to do with players like Oswald. Spurs might play a weaker side. They might play, you know... But like for example, Eriksen came off for the last 20, 10, 15 minutes against Villa and completely turned the game around. Mm. Nearly got a goal, nearly got a few assists. Mm. Toby is never going to concede. Mm. Nor is Lloris. Richardson, he'll break his goal drag against Villa. I think Villa's defence. And Jota against Burnley. So that yeah. that's going to be quite favourable as well. Yeah. Um, I still don't know why he has Grealish. Um, but he, he, he got six points last, last game week, right? Yeah, but that's probably the only points he get. <laughs> <laughs> McGinn is the man to have. <laughs> John, if you're listening, uh, but yeah, guys, anyone else? I think John will definitely be hoping to pick up his first win, um, but I'm not sure if it'll be this week. 
I don't know. I mean, you've won both weeks so far. You've mm -hmm. got a good squad. Um, even if the fixtures aren't, it, uh, maybe a little bit more towards him. I'm not sure. I think you can still win it. it I'm not. I'm 50-50 on this one actually. I think it'll be a very high scoring game. Mm. And then the final match: Brooklyn Knights versus Clackman and Sorbonish. We're playing a Jekyll and Hyde in Greg, yeah. but it seems Greg is on a downward trend. Yeah. What are your thoughts? We just never know. I just, I just look at United, <coughs> United against um, Palace. That's favourable. Yeah. So, you know, Rashford, um, but hence I've got Martial and Maguire that hopefully should balance things off slightly, and I can get a few stronger players that could pick up a few points elsewhere. So, yeah. I think my key is just ensuring, you know, I balance off the main United coverage against him. But apart from that, I'm, I'm going in fairly confident. Um, but I'm not sure what what Greg will do in the meantime in terms of his team. Um, yeah, interesting. Mm. Plus, you've got Coleman and Mina. Like I said, I think Villa won't score against Everton, so that's so a few more points for you right as there. Well. Got yeah. Pickford as well. Pickford, yeah. So, yeah, I've got three. Yeah, so hopefully potential eighteen can... points right there. That should yeah. do me do me nicely. Yep. Um, Greg. Um, yeah, Greg. <laughs> but he's got. He's got Spurs. He's got what has he got for? Um, yeah, but they're not they're not starting Spurs players. Mm. And Dombele. He's got. Uh, he's it, this twice, right? He's got six plus six points. Yeah, but games. I still feel like it's 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 not mm. going to carry on. Like, but well, I mean, we'll see. Maybe maybe it will. But he, um, he's very he's very reliant on the United match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. United, and if he plays with three Spurs, and the United playing Palace, so he's got Van Arnold in defence as well. So mm. he's lose those points if United score. Even then, Martial plays up top, so. Suits Spanish, Rashford yeah. plays on the wing. I think now. they, they yeah. kind of co uh, cover each other out. Or, mm -hmm. yeah. I think if Man United do well, then it's good for both of you, realistically. And then who are Burnley playing this week? Burnley, Wolves, Wolves away. So maybe you'll yeah. have to rely on Woods to get <coughs> some goals. That's it. Mm. Maybe this is it. Maybe Jota might score, and then he would be like, oh shit, why did I do this? <laughs> I still think Banesh has a good. Uh, yeah. looks, looks good for Banesh this week. Nick, thoughts? Yeah. Uh, can only can only agree. I mean, I've been trying to um, balance uh, Greg's squad a little bit and uh, relieve him of some of the United players, but he seems to be adamant on uh, on keeping all of them. Yeah, uh, especially with Pogba's penalty miss, right? That that swung it, right? That yeah, overall, yeah, that's, that, that's a big big swing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rashford had taken it, etc. Yeah, it's because he made he bought in David Silva. David Silva's. He, he said he's going to leave at the end of the season, right? Yeah. And he's in and out of the squad because of that. Plus, De Bruyne doing really well. So, mm. his, his midfield, apart from even Pogba, Pogba's head isn't fully in the game. So, mm. you're not seeing 100% Pogba. So, his midfield is like just Dombele, who's gaining his points, who probably will start getting points once the likes of Son and Aysen mm. are back. Silva in and out of the team, Lo Salso in and out of the team, Pogba, not 100%. Origi only plays when Mane is not there. Yeah. Uh, Rashford, he, he leads the line. Wood, but he plays for Burnley. Maybe you could have had a better striker. Maybe Jota or someone. <laughs> you never know. Um, but he's got Edison. Monreal, I think he's on borrowed time. Because um, Palace are really struggling. But Wan Bissaka is playing really well at the moment. So, yeah, but he's not getting points. So, so points. It, it's, you know, they've got to keep clean sheets if, if Wan Bissaka is going to get anything. Yeah. I think Greg needs to make some changes, but yep. Um, that's the analysis of game week two and three. Uh, any of the business, so I believe there's a discussion around 
the the, the two trade deal mm. that was that was first um, put forward by a rogue commissioner who has since now left the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're dis- I think we want to discuss it some here. If you explain further. Uh, yeah, so after every round, every manager has to make two permanent trade deals. Uh, no loans, no waivers. has to be two fixed permanent deals after each round. Um, yeah, maybe some discussion around that. If, if we can do like maybe say four or five trades within a round, um, I don't know, open it up to a poll. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's kind of against the spirit of draft clans <coughs> you're kind of forcing people down a certain route more like a dictatorship that you have to do you have to do that take an example John who believes he has the best team in the league taking last season as an example he believes he has the best team in the league so why should John have to trade any players if he believes he's got the best team you trade if you want to kind of improve your team or you want to negatively affect an opponent mm-hmm. but if you should have the the decision to decide if you want to make a trade or not yeah if nobody's trading obviously that's really bad for everybody then you can see a rule like that coming in but generally everybody trades quite well mm-hmm. people always always farming there's a lot of movement within teams so i feel that rule shouldn't really come in especially if the guy who proposed it is no longer in the league anymore anyway so kind of like shut on us and run off but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. You, you say proposed, but uh, I would go a little bit further and say uh, basically forced it uh, through. Forced it through. Mm. Yeah. What happens if you, <laughs> I mean, you I have, have to trade two players and you can't come to an, a, an agreement? And also there's an easy way around it. Like if you have a Wolves defender, I have a Wolves defender. You just so it's like for like. Yeah. It's not going to make a difference to yeah. Yeah. teams. Yeah. So I think it's really healthy the way it's done anyway. There's like Dan is on one side who trades like crazy and farms like crazy different team every week yeah every week then there's you have John who <coughs> who does it less so but because he believes in his team I was going to put you and I myself but I've been doing I've been farming quite a bit yeah, yeah. but so, yeah, so you have, your dance on one side and then me on the other side <laughs> um, but that's what makes it fun because yeah. like for example I've won two games in a row so why would I want to change my team for mm-hmm. example Nicholas not picking on you anything, but like you've lost two games in a row, so you probably think, okay, maybe I need to make some changes. Um, Greg, similar kind of thing. Mm. So that's how it kind of works. Um, but it makes it fun because you have these different personalities in the league, mm. rather than forcing everybody down one route, and then it doesn't make it as much fun. So should we put a poll out there on Twitter to say, should we change this rule first yep. and see if everyone's favourable for it? Yep. And then we'll come up with a list of options to yep. see if, if everyone's favourable for it, yep. what the alternative would yeah. be. And to give an example, the captains, when we went to the draft, the idea was everyone chooses their captains first. Mm. And then it was to choose them last. And then there were three options, first, last, or randomly. And it made it more fun because it was random, because then it could be more strategic when you want to choose your captain. And it doesn't negatively affect anybody. That's what, where I'm coming from. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, let's do that, I think. Yeah. yeah, cool. There's a lot of trades out taking place already. For mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most I think, most. Um, Yeah, I think we should talk about that. In the last few minutes, um, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna cover the cup. <laughs> there is, a, oh yeah, there is. I was gonna say there's a cup uh, being proposed. Um, so there'll be details coming out on on Twitter and on the site. So it will be like an FA Cup, effectively. Um, the championship will be involved. Um, four group stages, 
four teams in each group and then the knockout stages afterwards as well. So I'll wait the full details coming up on that, but that's going to kick off uh, towards the end of September with a final to take place, I think, um, towards, uh, I think it's December. Best week of December, week of December yeah, with a, with a round ceremony. Let's keep a look out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just going back, in the first game week, um, the unrecorded podcast, when we were going through everyone's teams, um, when we said to John's team, we said, look, you've got a good defence, good midfield, but you don't have any good strikers. And he was saying that, oh, um, you only need one good striker, you, you only need to play one striker, sorry. Strikers isn't the be-all and end-all. And then he traded the core of his whole team <laughs> for a striker. So I think we all got in his head there a bit. Um, he, he made a great trade in Jota for Wood. Everyone thought, oh, that's an amazing trade. What's Greg doing? It was a good bit, bit of business for John. And then... Threw kind of with the bit. Yeah. And Van Dyke was his first pick. I think he was third pick. Lacazette, all of them were all available. I actually think it's a balance. I, I, I think it's a balance deal overall. You would say that, right? Because I really don't. I wrote off Ericsson. So what do we do? This? I wrote off Ricardo. We've got about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I genuinely. This, yeah. So, Binesh, if you bring up the trade, yeah. we'll discuss this in, more, in you a lot trade? more detail. So here's, here's, extensive detail. So for, for me, if I was going to give up Lacazette, I wanted two good key players out of this, right? So for me, Van Dyke was the only option on there. That, so he was the player of the year, the Premier League who, player of the Van year. Dijk, Van right? Dijk. So he was yeah. getting Lacazette for Van Dijk. Um, Alderweireld was only in the mix because he went he went to offload Spurs. So Coleman came into the mix. So we balanced off that as a as a, as a trade, bucketed up. I actually ripped off Ericsson thinking he was going to go anyway, and Ricarlison was probably just a slight plus on Barkley. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, exactly. On plus, so I can get Lacazette out. But then I haven't got a striker. So, so I let's, think let's let's list this. In terms of, let's not do Binesh and John. Let's have a definitive list of who are the best players in this trade. So, so like who would you say is number one in that trade? Um, Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Then. Then Lacazette. After that. Uh, so then I, I potentially got Ericsson if we say he's staying. Yep. After that. Richarlison. Uh, After that. Coleman Walker. 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 Yeah. Walker. After that. Coleman. But not all the world. I'd say all the world. Uh, I don't know, Everton's defence good at the moment. Yeah, you know, but like, that's what I'm saying, historically, on form, right? So, if you list it from the best players in all of that, John's players are up there. Yeah. More so than your players. I d- was it really? I thought it was Wijnaldum, Walker. Wijnaldum and Walker. He's, he's a farm player anyway. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, I think, exactly, I think yeah. the issue is, is that so Wijnaldum and Barkley, I mean, Barkley, you know, he's Mount's playing. Uh, Barkley isn't playing. Wijnaldum... Doesn't he's not going to get points then? So those two midfielders, I think, are just not that good. Mm. And Richarlison and Ericsson are pretty, pretty like high, high tier midfielders. Richarlison hasn't done nothing. So yeah, not but you know what he's going to do. Well. Ericsson, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we're doing it based upon how yeah, they yeah. look long term. If we look on paper, what's been done now? Do you see what I mean? It's you know, like I said, Ericsson's been in the air about his transfer, so I've written him off anyway. Calvin Lewin starts, and we could say he's a good player if he, if he scored a hat trick last game. Everyone would have rated him. Do you see what I mean? No, we still wouldn't rate him. But I, I think it's also it's because in your team it mm-hmm. looks like your team has, apart from the striker, been really strengthened. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this, now it looks like there's gaps in. Uh, so you've in, got the best defense in the league. Yeah, I think without a doubt. I'm Liverpool heavy, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> but again, that's, that's, that's a nice list to have. Yeah. 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 Mm. Eventually, you start getting watertight again. Mm. Um, your midfield is looking strong as well. Mm-hmm. You've got Richardson now. Uh, who else have we got in your midfield? Martial. Um, I've got your team here. Yeah, Martial's still there. Yeah, you've got... Pulisic. Tielemans. Tielemans. 
and then maybe Pulisic can yeah, start taking form. But if that's that's still a decent midfield. Yeah. You've got oh, a good pe- overall team. Jesus is scoring goals. And if you remember from game week one, one of the managers mentioned that you only need one striker. Yeah, true. So Jesus can lead yeah, the line true. and then you can have a strong defence and midfield. Mm. Yeah. I think what doesn't make sense is how Van Dyke was John's first pick and he threw that and three other good players for Lacazette. And Lacazette's he's second fiddle to Aubameyang. He's not going to get that 20-plus goals. He's Aubameyang's still the main Arsenal striker. Lacazette's he's still a great striker, don't get me wrong, but he's not a top-five striker in the league. Um, Alderweireld as well, he's going to stay. Why not give Vertonghen? Vertonghen's not playing, might, has contract issues. Eriksen has a week left, mo- most likely he's going to stay. That's Van Dijk, that's 200 points. Alderweireld would be 150. Richarlison and Eriksen both 150 plus. That's, that's predicted though, right? Uh, that's predicted, based on yeah. last season. Pred- yeah. And Lacazette's yeah. probably going to get yeah. about and the same. And there's going to be injuries in the mix. There's going to be no doubt. Know, if, if you look at it right, Liverpool are the Champions League <coughs> winners. Yeah. Uh, Man City are the, champ- the, the league winners, and Tottenham are the runners up of the Champions mm-hmm. League. So you're talking three of the best teams in Europe. Yeah. Would you want to give away players in those teams? I'd, I'd, yeah, if it, if it gets the right balance for your team, I'd, I'd, I'd be doing so. Uh, exactly. I'd, I'd, and, and your team has got the balance, right? But John's is I, now unbalanced. I, I mean, I think John, John did pick up uh, Walker and Coleman. Uh, yeah. Well, why now? He, he was going to farm him anyway. Do you see what I mean? It's. Walker's good, but then Cancelo comes in. Walker's not going to play every game now. Um, but again, he's got two good strikers now, Lacazette and Jota. Uh, Coleman's had two favourable games, but over the season, Everton will leak goals. Um, they have no backups to these to these to these defenders. So and Van Dijk, see, Liverpool been conceding as well. So it's you know, uh, I think we know in the long run how this pans out. Yeah. So I think uh, in the short term, based on last season, we're, I think we're all in agreement that Benesh has come off come off better off. Yeah, uh, I trade. And in the interest of fairness, when Greg made that deal, we really di- we dissected ben, uh, Greg's mindset. So in the interest of fairness, what do you think is going through John's head to do something like this? Is yeah. it because of his losses? Is it because of the pressure of I, saying he's two spurs heavy? That's why I said I think what we said, what we've been saying to him, is getting in his head. But he's, he he himself claims to be unflappable. So are we getting I, in his head? Why would you make the trade then? He said he didn't need a striker, but this whole trade was about him getting in a striker. So we had a discussion, and we think Benesh has naked pictures of John. <laughs> yeah. And that's why this deal went through. Benesh, can you perform with you Honestly, I, we, just, we just discussed the deal, and, and, it, and it's worked out mutually. You know, we did this last season, in a way, as well. That's exactly what I mean. I'm just, so I'm, he should have been aware of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out favourable for both of us. I think I, this will pan out. This is the well, thing, it, it could it could, it work. could No doubt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, but just like last season... Mm. On that day, you had the better deal, right? When you stopped Aubameyang for Mane. Yeah, I was desperate for a striker. Do you, that I was, yeah. I really needed an Aubameyang. And you gave him Mane. Was it was Mane, it last part of the deal? And then those two player deal. I think it was Mane and someone else. Giroud and or something. Giroud came along as well as part of the deal. So. And you won the title, right? Yeah. But then saying that Mane did get Mane did fire in the second half of the season. He did. No, no doubt. But yeah. I'm talking about in isolation. But I think we all loved at John when he made that deal because yeah. we felt, nobody felt that Mane was going to keep mm. his trajectory of goals. I think Aubameyang bridged me other deals to get Aguero, a, a, a wider, yeah, yeah, wider yeah. coverage of players overall. Yeah. So and also, yeah, mm. also Benesh. I mean, whatever people say about. Benesh winning the league last season, getting low points, charitable nations. He's still the champion. Yeah. And now John's given him probably four 
quality players. He's handed him the title. And probably yeah. now he's got, out of all of us, the strongest team in the league. It, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a strange one. Especially know. after doing that Jota deal. Because there has been, there has been the art of the trade, or the yeah. art of the deal. Art of the deal. Yeah. Like Mahia mentioned earlier, the fact that John was adamant that you don't need more than one striker. He was happy with that. He felt like strikers don't add too much to the league. It's midfield and defence where you get your points. He wasn't too keen on goalkeepers as well. Because when Michael gave his analysis on the difference between top goalkeepers and then the rest, there's a much of a difference. But the big difference, the vast difference is midfield and then defence. So for John to do something like this, seemed like a cry for help. Mm. We'll soon see, I think. What, why is the most annoying thing out of this is whenever I ask him for Grealish, He's not he makes the most bullshit deals yeah. I've ever seen. He doesn't give me a player. And you just stroll along and you say, give me Van Dijk, give me Richarlison, give me Alderweireld. And he's like, yeah, here you go. Have him. And rating Lacazette above Van Dijk, who was his first pick. Player of the year last season. He scored in game week one. Yeah. More than likely, you're going to keep clean sheets. Did, did Lacazette get uh, picked in the first round? Uh, yeah. He was my first pick. Yeah, yeah. He was my first, yeah. yeah. He was the only striker available. <laughs> oh, I reckon him and his was better. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Jota was available. Mm. So was Wood, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, as you said, only time can tell how mm. this all plays out. Yeah. So, like, Van Dyke could get injured in the next game after so, the season. In you terms... Know, thanks, It's a good jinxing it already. I think generally John would probably start seeing more favourable results, but he's a weird transfer. And in terms of the league positions, Nicholas, he's on, he's on the same amount of points as you, but you've been more patient with your team. So you're waiting and seeing what's going, what's going to turn around. Why do you think John has done this? Um, I don't know, maybe he just feels uh, he's more under pressure given that he lost uh, most of the first round last season already. He's going flashbacks. But how, many ga- how many games did he lose last season? I think five. Season. But oh, the good five. thing about this is last season he didn't trade in the first he I think right. seven games. He now patient. he's made six, yeah. traded six players already. Permanent yeah. deals as well. So, so he's good. He stayed patient last time around and he paid off. We finished with second or third in the league mm-hmm. overall. So his strategy worked. So it doesn't make any sense why he's diverting from that strategy, which has been foolproof, for example, mm-hmm. because he's done it last season. Mm-hmm. His team last season when he kept losing was a lot better than mine or his team this season though. So the only reason why I haven't made any trades is just because uh, no, no, none of the other managers have accepted uh, any offers yet. So he was, getting <laughs> he was getting high points last season and losing uh, when he lost those first five, six games. So you made the point that his team last season was better than the team this season, which is fair. Yeah. But the team he had pre the trade with Binesh and the team he has now, which was better? The one before. The one before, right? Yeah. So he's put himself in a worse situation, potentially. Obviously, it could all work out mm-hmm. and he might start smashing it. But it doesn't make sense what he's done. Maybe he doesn't believe that Ericsson's going to stay because then, then it's just a dead player. Mm. Um, Richarlison, 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 yeah. But I mean, like from that point of view, if he thinks Eric's going to go, it's a great opportunity to like, offload him and, and get some value. If you, he's, he's, he says he's not a Spurs fan, 
but he brings in all his best players. So I suspect he is. Uh, I think that that was a bit of a mistake. Probably he yeah. had uh, mm -hmm. because he had to have uh, two or three Jaeger shots because of the lateness. Maybe that mm -hmm. played a role there. But if you I look at how Spurs play without Eriksen and with Eriksen, there's a major difference. Like Eriksen completely controls that, controls that team. They can't, they don't perform as well mm -hmm. when he's not playing. So I think Pochettino will do all he can to try and keep Eriksen. There's a risk. There's about a week left towards the transfer deadline. Doesn't seem like there's been any offers. Um, I think he's going to stay. I think he'll stay. And also, last season after I think Liverpool, Spurs conceded the less got the least goals. But this season they've got the, one of the hardest opening fixtures. So in the long run, they would have got him a lot of points. Maybe he's thinking short term, get rid of them because they're not going to get him clean sheets. And in terms of overall assists, I think he's second only to De Bruyne mm. in the last three four years. Ericsson. So that's a that's a top quality player right there. To give up. So Benesh, you've done really well again. Well, time, did, time will tell. I mean, he did express uh, he wanting to go away, leave the club. So maybe mm -hmm. that plays a factor in his motivation to play, even if he does stay in the end. And then the next question is, you're about to play... Sorry, Spurs are about to play Newcastle. That's going to be a goal for Spurs. They're not likely going to concede. And Kane... Ericsson, there's so many points up for grabs. Why do it in a game week where you're going to get points? You, you're more than likely going to win. Like I admitted myself, I've written this week off. There's no chance I was going to beat John. Um, why make the change this game week? Why not wait a game week if he wants to do that? Maybe he would have won and then completely changed his mind. He's like, okay, you know what? I've got the players. And he's playing you. He knows he's playing the strong side. So. I guess time will tell why he did it. it might, we might all be here and game week's time and John's top of the league well one thing we can't guarantee is if John is top of the league he would be here mm. on the podcast gloating yeah. <laughs> interesting is that is any further there's more transfers right is it uh, no, no, no that was the only deal this that was the only deal yeah. ah. apart from the San Salah the trade back interesting and a lot of talk of transfers this week yeah yeah, yeah. And still deal. deadline's still tonight there could oh, be yeah. some more oh so, yeah yeah uh, any other points we want to discuss? That's it. So thank you all for joining us today. Uh, best of luck to everybody, apart from John, who's playing me, obviously. <laughs> Not because I hate you or anything like that, John. Don't be offended. <laughs> um, and see you all next week. Bye.